Hand over your skin because you're listening to Slurmcast, a podcast for no raisin. Today we'll be discussing Season 9, Episode 7, The Six Million Dollar Mon. My name is Michelle Burlingame. With me are Tommy Roulette. This is where I talk, right? Uh-huh. Pete Woodward. That's me. And our guest today, Empty Chair. How you doing, Empty Chair? <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. We don't have a guest today. No, we just, we, we had to do it. We just had to come and do it because it's been like two months. So we even recorded anything. Yeah. Um, it was my birthday was the last time we recorded, and that was November 6th. Uh, today is January 22nd. Oh, my God. So <laughs> 2023. <laughs> oh. It's like it's a time machine. Just I haven't moving. seen you guys all year. I know. Actually, I did, I did well, see you. Well, that's Pete. true. My first thing. <laughs> We've been working on other stuff. It's it's been a it's been a really busy start to the year, but lots and of good the, things. Well, happening. I mean, it was the holidays, and then mm-hmm. that just threw everything a wrench in everything. It does. Uh, what have you guys been doing since November besides the holidays? <laughs> I got a a new job. Yeah, that's good. Um, you got to leave the dum dums behind. Yeah. All the dum-dums oh. are in. Left them all in the dust. It's fantastic. The, the clackety-clackety typer lady. Yeah. <laughs> the keyboard pounder, yeah. And the, the, the T-man. That's, the, that's my new neighbor is the T-man. Oh, that, the, new, the new guy that's is That's a new T-man. guy, yeah. Well, I, actually, I still haven't seen him, and I've been sitting at the... Uh, the lady who is in my new department... She's at the end of my, my aisle of, of cubicles. She said she has never seen him um, actually work at that desk, and she's only seen him in the office once. So that's like so that guy in I Real probably, Genius or something. I might not meet him for like another six months, but he's got, I've counted from how, what I can see, he's got 30 different boxes of tea stacked on top of his cubicle. Um, can you start bringing it home for me? Because I'll drink it. It's probably super stale and gross. Are they different think, types? Yes, they're yeah. all different brands and flavors. And he's got like a like a couple different Earl Greys and a couple different you know chamomile teas. But he's got so many boxes of tea and so like teacups <laughs> and like cases of single bags of tea. So well, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't since really know. Uh, we last recorded, yeah, uh, my wife and I welcomed a brand new baby gecko into our house. <laughs> oh, my God. So it's 14 or 15 animals now? It's not that many. Eight. It's 12. It's, I think it's eight, right? Is it eight? If we, I, do we really double, are you into eight? double digits? <laughs> like eight. That's still a lot. It's, I mean, being, I mean uh, two of them are confined to cages. Being outnumbered, like being outnumbered by cats is one of the reasons my marriage fell apart. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, Tom. It's it's not the entirety of it, but it, it definitely comes into play. I know. And then I, the APL like posted that they needed room for cats, so they were like a ten dollars for an adult cat, and I was like, oh. But no, I didn't. That's go. I, I mean, didn't. That's even cheaper go. than buying a whole chicken. Just saying. Yeah, I think feel like they do that once a year. Do that whole the ten dollar adoption? Well, they need room. Thing. Yeah, they need room. Gets if it gets people to come in and get a cat. I mean, it it happens. I've just been uh, I've been home like literally since the middle of December. I've been home, which is longer than I've been home in five years. Mm. I don't even know what I'm doing with myself anymore. Like I'm still working and everything. It's just I haven't had anything booked. That's that all change next week, but it's been weird. And then uh, 
all this stuff. My band's putting a record out in the, on Valentine's Day, and it's been like, like today was just a flurry of activity with like merch showing up and designs getting completed and accounting and going, oh shit, we paid a bunch of money for this thing. Like this is nuts, <laughs> but, but it's super exciting. Michelle helped out back yeah. at the beginning of the month with another video. We've got, we're six deep on videos for this record. That's pretty great. It's, it's exciting. Uh, it's going to be the best thing that no one ever hears. <laughs> <laughs> but then it was almost, it's been so long since I watched an episode of Futurama that like. I thought we were going to record last week. Yeah. Um, so I watched the episode, but then I, I actually just kept watching episodes because I, I feel like we took a long enough break that I started to enjoy <laughs> like, it oh, again. It's, this is fun. And then I had to remember what episode we were actually uh, talking about. It was it was week. a pretty good one. Like it really, I mm -hmm. saw the end coming from way early on. Oh yeah. But like yeah. lots of Zoidberg. I really like the next episode too. Yeah. Yes. Um, I mean it's it's just it's. I want to say that like. It really focused pretty much on Hermes and and Zoidberg. Like mm -hmm. those were the main characters in the whole thing, which is it was nice. It was a, it was a really good palate cleanser, a good way to come back into this. Um, but he was all fired up, Hermes, for his his performance reviews with everybody with his firing tie, mm -hmm. and he was just like like amped up to fire Zoidberg because like the, I think he like have you ever gotten into any of that like GE business philosophy stuff where it's like every year you just cut the shittiest 10% of your company like yes. whoever's performing the, the least off they go so I think that's what they were kind of basing it on but the uh, the surprise being that Hermes is like I'm the most useless person here so I'm gonna fire myself <laughs> well skipping ahead quite a bit but there uh, there were some good good scenes there while Hermes was doing his annual performance review. Um, I never knew that Amy's position was actually being like the professor's assistant. Yeah, she's an mm -hmm. intern. G yeah. <laughs> Still? Yeah. Oh, they they talk about it in the, um, the cat one. Yeah, we, we did we the episode the, already. Where the cats take over and they, Amy's working on her like uh, master's or yeah. doctorate yeah, or whatever. She's doing graduate work, but mm -hmm. like, yeah. I get, okay. She never talks about school other than that though. So like, it just did, it didn't occur it's to like me. The only, it's like two episodes that that's ever relevant. I think she <laughs> might even be them. introduced like that like oh, in totally the beginning yeah. of the A hundred some episodes yeah. ago, Tom. <laughs> like, I've, I've, I've had marriages last shorter than that. Um, the, the, uh, there's a nice naked fry scene when the, the spacesuits explode. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hermes was standing on the airline. I just, I just read. Um, it's a. It, I just finished it. It's a book by the guy who wrote The Martian. Oh, uh, Artemis. Yeah, that's a really good book. Have you, you I read, have read it, it? Yes. So, like, something similar happens. It's like way mm -hmm. more. <laughs> Way more dangerous if you get left outside in space with no fucking protection, apparently. Like, it'll fuck you up. Mm -hmm. You learn that in the magic school bus when, what's I, his name, takes his helmet off. Ms. Frizzle? Mm-mm. The nerdy kid. Who's the nerdy kid? I don't remember which one's the nerdy kid. I don't kid. remember any of Weren't their names. Weren't they all nerds? They're all going to school with the crazy lady that drove it through space and stuff. I mean, going to school does not make you a nerd. <laughs> Going to extra school in somebody's intestines, I it, though. I, call me a nerd, but that I would be thrilled. <laughs> Going to somebody's intestines? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Being able to shrink in a school bus and 
experience <sighs> the inside of the human body firsthand. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to argue with that in theory. There's there's definitely some merit to it. Um, the uh, the whole part that he got into with Scruffy though was fantastic. Uh, he was Scruffy was reading um, a magazine, and usually he's got like jugs or whatever the you know dirty magazine this time he was reading astounding tales of doing it which which <laughs> it is fantastic but then he quantified his job by going i handle the boilers and the toilets and that boiling toilet you know fire me if you dare mm-hmm. like he's he's not wrong like nobody thinks about a plumber until you fucking need one and then yeah. it's then you need a plumber um but the statistics that <laughs> Hermes came up with, he's like, many of you do half-assed jobs and the rest are at 42 to 11%. Like, just being able to quantify that. (laughs) The ass ratio. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I deal with with that in my job. That's basically what my job is to do, is Mm -hmm. to be like, how inefficient is this thing? And what, what, what am I doing about it to make it better? So, like... Just having, I want those metrics somehow. I want to find mm-hmm. those metrics and know how to put them onto something. Like, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's hard to come across that stuff sometimes. But the the, the end of it is Hermes fires himself because he just yeah, finds himself he, like completely useless. He uh, is the amount of time that he wastes doing performance reviews costs the company <laughs> more money than even the least asked employee. Did, did they give a name to the guy who came in to bring uh, Mark seven G who was doing the Paul Lind thing. His name in the transcript is center square guy. That's, that's beautiful. That's perfect. He's like, you're here to tell me to pack it in only if you buy me dinner first. Like, he just, he rattled that stuff off. I wouldn't say no to a little friendly debriefing. Exactly. It was, it was great. But then they, they shuffled him out. And, uh, but boy, Zoidberg just gets up in arms about this shit. <laughs> you know, like my friends ample took us is barely out the door and you're already talking about this replacement and trying to make friends with it better. Like he was pissed. Like this this dichotomy, how would how would I mean Hermes hates Zoidberg. It's unambiguous. Mm-hmm. Right. But Zoidberg is like enamored with it because it's like you hate me so much that it means that you care about me and nobody else cares about me. Like, it's the most twisted, weird, codependent thing. Yeah. Um, well, the cut like, he's the only is one really good, too. Gives him, like, actual attention, whether, even though it's negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Zoidberg is crying and saying, I'll never see Hermes again. And then there's a cut, and it's Hermes and LaBarbera walking in the park, and Hermes goes, on the bright side, I'll never see Zoidberg again. <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess, and so this gets this gets into that part where like, I didn't I didn't see that turnaround coming at the end, but the callback with this was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like La Barbara is consoling Hermes with her curried goat that's so spicy, like a drop of the sauce burns through the table <laughs> all the way down to robot hell onto the robot devil, who like flips out because <laughs> it's so hot. Uh, one of the things that has become like 
a consistent joy in my life is that as I've been traveling lately, I've come across a bunch of Jamaican restaurants, mm. and goddamn, that food's like I want to find the La Barbara Scurry, Curry's uh, goat now because, in fact, I think the beginning of February, there's a place called called the Hartman Jerk Center. <laughs> in, in Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania, mm. and I'll, I'll be having lunch there all mm. week long. <laughs> Insert joke about being at the Jerk Center all week. <laughs> Look, I, I keep checking in there on Facebook when I get there, and I'm waiting for people to do it. I think they finally got it the last time. Or like, I'm at the Jerk Center. Well, you could take it in a bunch of different ways, but like when you checked in there, I just assumed that you saw that restaurant there and, and was like, it. I'm going to go eat there and then just checked in because you mm-hmm. like the name also. I, well, like, and you too. also check in like a Everywhere. lot of places. I keep, I keep a record of where I've been because it does get It makes confusing. it easier for the government. I just, I, look, they're listening to me anyway. There's nothing I'm saying <laughs> I on know. this that they haven't found. I mean, it, it doesn't help that you send the files to the NSA when you're posting it to Libsyn. That's bullshit, Tom. Well, hey, my uncle works for the NSA, hey, so maybe they, he'll be able to help us out. At they have point. one person at the NSA to just to listen to our podcast. Ours. <laughs> just ours alone? Just our, every, every, they hire one person to listen to every hey, podcast Hey, Uncle Larry, what's up? Ever. <laughs> <laughs> I would, what have they been doing for the last month and a half? <laughs> maybe that's why my Uncle Larry stopped sending me Christmas cards. He's <laughs> like, this no, is, I'm he kidding. can't, I can't do that. Um, the, the, then after the spice drop burns through everything, Hermes puts more hot sauce on it. He's like, it's, it's almost there. It's fine. Um, I just ate uh, like the flaming hot Lay's potato chips yesterday because I yeah. had a taste for something very spicy. They're all right. Now they have extra, the extra flaming hot Cheetos now. That that was like which a I didn't thing, notice um, a difference. Last summer, they I haven't seen them in like a year, or so but I tried them and I didn't I didn't really notice a difference either. Mm-hmm. I, My mouth's watering thinking about flaming hot cheetos. I, so I, I haven't I had dinner them. yet. Like I'm, I'm eating as soon as we're done. Like I but I found that um, Trader Joe's makes a spicy Cheetos knockoff. <sighs> I wish I'd seen that when I was there the other Those. day. Those make a fantastic addition to basically any sandwich. So if you make like a turkey sandwich, you do <clears throat> yeah, your, your turkey and your cheese, maybe mm-hmm. a tomato, and then the other side of the bread, this flaming Hot Cheetos, and you crunch it all together with a nice squishy bread so it doesn't just fall apart. <coughs> the texture and the flavor it adds. Cause it gives like, it, like a nice, nice wonder bread? Mm. Yeah, like a nice vinegary bite. <laughs> it's fantastic. That sounds really good. It is. I'm a. I gotta. I'm trying to not eat carbs, and that just makes me mad Ugh. right now. What's the point? <coughs> What's um, the point of living if you're not gonna eat carbs? <laughs> so I, I wanted to ask you this, Michelle, because mm-hmm. you're really the only one in the room capable of doing it. Have you ever told someone you were pregnant just to see what reaction you'd get? No. <laughs> not even to make them feel people, better. People don't take kindly to that. But no, I've I've never done that. Um, I know someone that tried to trap someone. By saying that. I mean, we know someone that tried to do that by saying they had a brain tumor, too. Like, I, I think that's way worse. But Yes, but it's all bad. Don't try to trap someone. It is. Yeah. I, th- I think LaBarbara's heart was in the right place. I mean, she's like, I'm pregnant and you're not the father. She's like, now see, it wasn't so bad, is it? Everything's okay. <laughs> like, it was super mean, but still fun. Yeah, she's just fucking with him. 
Yeah, like they have that kind of relationship. <laughs> but then she <laughs> she tells him oh, everything's going to be okay. Oh, and also I wrecked the car. <laughs> like brilliant. she actually did wreck the car. <laughs> I do not like La Barbara. I was surprised that Barbado Slim did not make an appearance right, in this episode. Right, which me too. And that's like she I don't think she I'm surprised that like she didn't leave Hermes because he lost because his he, job? Lost, he cause he yeah. I mean I think she's, she's like support, out of characterly like, like supportive, uncharacteristic. Mm-hmm. Well, uncharacteristically, maybe, maybe it's yes. because now he's around, whereas before he worked so much that she'd get bored. I don't, I don't know. Like clearly, I can't keep relationships stable and and long, so I'm not the one to ask. I'm just throwing things out there. It's an idea. I don't know. Um, but then Roberto shows up, and we haven't seen Roberto in a long ass time. Well, we haven't seen any of these people in a long Well, this, this is true, but, no. but like, uh, the Roberto yeah. appearance was kind of fun. God, when was the last time he was on? I don't know. I don't know. But Probably not that long ago. We just he's don't He's full-on crazy in this. Like, he's really living it up. Mm-hmm. And he tries to mug them. <laughs> and then even his, Hand like... Hand over your skin. Yeah, he's trying to commit epidermicide. But he's, hey, nothing crazy about me but my brain. <laughs> right brain? <laughs> right. No, not you, right brain. Left right, brain. left brain? <laughs> I love that part so much. It, yeah, it was, just, it was just super silly and fun. It was like, this is a nice one to come back on. Um, and Earl just takes him down. Like, Earl and Smitty show up and then just knock him out. And then he gets uh, electromagnetic chaired, and they just shred him. They pull him apart, which is something I'm surprised we haven't seen before. Uh, have we? No. Not something like that. I mean, like, even, you know, they've got the suicide booths. You'd figure that would be, like, a piece of it or something where they'd, like, include that in it. I don't know. Um <clears throat> I don't, I don't, this has been so long ago since I watched this because I thought we were going to do this last week too, but who says, boy, am I indifferent to see you? Uh, that would have been... Bender. Oh, yeah. As I, as I suspected. Um, it was, yeah, after, after Roberto's execution by yeah. electromagnetic chair. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, if Fry and Bender were the next room over, wouldn't that have fucked with Bender, too? And then Fry, Fry says, hey, Bender, should you, you should become an executioner. You could kill humans and wear a cool hood. <laughs> 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 and then Bender said, nah, I like my victims to know who did it. <laughs> Some great, it's, it's great good. Benders in there. Did, uh, so then, it, like, so they're over, what are they, they're listening to Hermes in the, they, all I know is, like, Fry turned down putting scented body oil on both Leela and Amy in the shower because he was too busy, like, eavesdropping on Hermes and, and Bender. And then, then it even got to that point where Amy's like, she punishes me if I don't do it. Like, <laughs> like it got real dirty and dark, and they seemed to be into it. That's that. I think that was a thing, like, uh, it was the Comedy Central, like, them being on Comedy Central, they could go... They got a little... Go there. A little filthy. Yeah. That's all right. It was fun. I mean, I, Fry's got to get his priorities straight, but that's fine. Did, um... This is, like, the second time recently that they... Both came like on both to? came onto him because the butterfly one mm-hmm. too. Well, I mean, Fry, like, Fry and Amy always had that like loose fuck oh, buddy yeah, thing yeah. going on. Man, yeah, they like not 
went away from that for so long and then brought it back like this basically when it came back i mean i it's i almost prefer that to like the on again off again thing with leela because it just that's just just get used to that yeah Mm -hmm. well for 20 more episodes i will and then we'll never speak of it again and then you will (laughs) shed a tear at the end it's it's pretty on for the rest of the series i think is um well now I take it back. <laughs> so is is Yuri a recurring character at this point? No, the Russian I don't think guy. So, no. He feel I mean he feels familiar, but it could just be that he's got that like nondescript Eastern European thing going on. They they trot that out a lot. He's been in I mean the mo- he was in the movies. Okay. And then he was in a few, like, and he's in a few more movies. Or he's the, a few more episodes. The most sanitary surgical implant parlor in Filthy Town. <laughs> he <laughs> runs he's, it. He's, he's an expert in the shady world of many things, too. <laughs> and this is like Hermes getting, he, he decides to get augmented. He's going to, like, I guess, and, and the thinking being that, like, Earl stopped Roberto by having, like, the harpoon shoot out of his chest or something. So Hermes is like, I felt so powerless, now I'm going to change myself to become more <laughs> like manly or whatever. Like now you, you work in a tattoo parlor. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I mean, it's certainly like this when I was really actively getting tattoos 20, however many years ago. Um, like once you start, it becomes a thing that, that sort of steamrolls itself for a while and until you're either full up or you're just like, okay, I'm going to dial it back. Like, yeah. Do you see that a lot? Like the people who come in, you're just like, I just, I just want a dolphin on my ankle. And then like a month or two later, they're like doing sleeves and shit. No, no, honestly, I think it's no, it's probably more like the people that want the dolphin on their ankle, get the dolphin on their ankle and, and then, then you stop. don't see them again. And then it's the people that actually like take the time and like work with the artist for a design or the people yeah. that come back and get more and more done. And you're still unmarked, right, Michelle? Mm-hmm. See, that no tattoos. A, that's the, I mean, that's unheard of these days. Well, they'll change when we get our matching tattoos after we finish this podcast. <laughs> our matching Slimcast tattoos. Of Bender's face <laughs> on our butts. No. <laughs> With the binary code that says Slimcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I guess I think the other way to look at it, I was thinking sort of, like, sort of like plastic surgery, and you see those people who just become like, they look like alien by the time they're done, kind of like Joan Rivers did to herself, where it's just like they keep tightening and tightening and tightening, and then oh, you're, yeah. you, you look like a gray because your eyes are all like pulled back, and then your your nose disappears, and you wind up at Area Fifty One. You can't show any emotion anymore. Yeah, it's it's super weird. Um, but anyway, that's like Hermes' thing, and then. Who knew that Amy was a harpoon snob? Because she's real <laughs> impressed with Hermes' harpoon thing. Um, was this it? Who? Oh, God damn it. Who had the line, ha, 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 pitiful and sickening? Like that, was that about Zoidberg or was it about? You might be skipping ahead a while. It's right after my I harpoon snob thing. I don't remember. Um, oh, so Hermes asks Mark 7G, to oh, which by the way, Sector Seven G, Homer Simpson, Mark Seven G. Oh, um, I didn't um, even register with me. Good catch. Yeah, uh, he asks him to get a carton from the top shelf in their little break room kitchen, and uh, Mark Seven G can't reach it. Oh, because he's got little stubby arms. Mm-hmm. And then he says, "Let me show you how a professional 
that bureaucrat. <laughs> so he, he comes back to work replacing him. Uh, professor's teeth go down the drain, which was disgusting. Just the, the whole thing of his teeth falling out of his head was really like, it, it's, it's, it's got a wet sound. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound good. Uh, Hermes, uh, I guess they come back to get Struffy to do it, but it's, he's like, it's not a sink and, or it's not a boiler. It ain't a boiler nor a toilet. <laughs> so, uh, he's too busy reading Lady Chatterley's janitor. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Hermes gets like a nice bender slash Inspector Gadget extendo arm. Mm-hmm. When they go to Yuri, uh, Hermes asks, how long will it take to install an extendo arm? And Yuri says, I have a golf game in half hour. So half hour. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. It's, you know, maybe it, uh, maybe it only takes that long. It, it only took that long for him. Bender gets all excited, but he's like a machine that can bend. No way. Mm-hmm. Good lack of self-awareness. Um, but then we get into the weird dark part where Zoidberg starts collecting all of Hermes' body parts mm. and turning him into a, like a mannequin in his dumpster. It is so weird. He's making a friend out of him. And he's, he's just... It's, it's very it's, like serial killer. But it's, and it's all like cobbled together where like there's, yeah. he has like an orange for an arm or something. Like it's all super weird. It's so beautiful. <laughs> so friend, welcome to my home. I'm very proud of it, but I want to hear what you think. Oh man, I'm Hermes and I think it stinks in here like a green snake or something else that's Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. It was, it was beautiful. It was so much fun. <laughs> Zoidberg says, good one at my expense, Hermes. <laughs> like he just like <laughs> made fun of himself he's completely like does diverted his personality mm-hmm. um and eventually i mean then you know uh, uh hurley's gets a cylon eye which freaks the barbara out not as much as his cylon wiener <laughs> which you see <laughs> under the sheets not meant to be cyloned <laughs> i mean i don't know like you know like the anglerfish that has like the little light on top of its mm-hmm. head. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't be opposed to a modification like that if you could have, like, a little LED light on the end. <laughs> just so you can see where you're going when it's dark. <laughs> you know? You wouldn't have to turn the light on when you're using the bathroom yeah. at night. No, it's like, I mean, it would be handy in all sorts of situations. Do you remember, and I'm, I'm saying this with the expectation that neither of you do, but in the late 80s, there was a movie called Skin Deep starring John Ritter. It was like a sex romp thing. Okay. And one of the scenes that everybody was talking about, and it had to do with glow-in-the-dark condoms, and there was like, you know, it, like he gets into bed with this woman, and then some other guy comes in and the lights are out, so it's just an animated sequence with these two like all you see is the glow in the dark condoms, oh. <laughs> and they're like wrestling with each other and fighting and like chasing each other around the room and stuff. Like I just I think it would be helpful. <laughs> that's all. That's all I'm getting at. It's like it was, you know, the Simpsons can predict President Trump. John Ritter <laughs> can show us the way. He can he can guide the way with his glow in the dark prophylactics. Um, and uh, what we wind up with is Hermes is completely roboted out except for his brain. Basically, like everything is Mecha Hermes except for his his dreadlocks and skull. So um, when does he stop becoming Hermes? I mean, I, I'd have to think when his brain comes out. Like this is the part where I'm just like, well, I know what's going to happen. Like, you know, it'd be the same as if he took Brender's personality out of his his personality unit out. He's no longer Bender. They've, they've established that already, mm-hmm. ages ago. 
What if they put Hermes brain inside Bender? Then what do you have? Well, could they both be in there at the same time? Would it we be like know. would it be a man with two brains situation? Is that another is that reference too deep too? No, Steve Martin and Lily, Lily Tomlin. Tomlin. Yeah. Yeah, I'm familiar with that. Uh, that had to do with like Buddhist ho- hokum scarum, but you know, her soul goes into his brain and but again, I as they, I think they remade that with um, I'm sure they did. Clark with and, the Medea or something? No, uh Russell Brandt. Maybe. No, I mean it's it's I, I mean it's similar to like inner space going back into like traveling up somebody's colon in a bus. Like having, you know, the the miniature spaceship inside where like the person can hear the person talking and you got the voices inside and it's taking control of your body. But like, it'd be a freaky situation, you know? I'd pay money to go inside somebody's body. I mean, it's legal in some places. (laughs) Many many people do. Yeah. Yeah, And remember, the important thing is Epstein didn't kill himself. Um, so Mega Hermes is just the thing about it is like even though his brain's there he's, he doesn't even care about making fun of Zoidberg anymore like he's just checked out yeah so uh, Mecha Hermes uh, Zoidberg at one point asks if <laughs> if uh, he remembered to save the trimmings <laughs> <laughs> Hermes uh, is asking Zoidberg if uh, he's been eating his discarded flesh he's like oh, I tried to it's but it's too, too spicy, spicy. <laughs> which makes which makes sense and that's sort yeah. of giving us the it's a little foreshadowing there yeah um, does it does that happen if you eat a lot of like I'm saying this with my own personal experiences where I'm sure some kind of thing does. Like, if you eat a ton of garlic, your body is going to off-gas garlic, like, through your, your, your sweat glands yeah. and stuff. Or, like, if you eat a lot of really pungent stuff, like, it will start permeating. But I don't know if that's just, like, oh, it's in your house and it gets into your clothes or whatever, or if it's, you know, your skin. Hmm. But I don't know. Let's uh, get a big bag of flaming Hot. Cheetos, put them on turkey sandwiches. No, and uh, yeah, and then I'll just eat a whole bunch of them, and then sweat, and then you can lick me, and then <laughs> see if it's spicy. I don't think it works like that. No, I just want to try the smell test. I don't want to get into like tastings. Mm. It seems, it seems <laughs> unsanitary. Uh. I don't know. It, I'm not okay. If you. I've noticed if you eat a lot of Indian food, there can be a spicy smell. Mm-hmm. It's coming from your butt, though. No, I mean... No, not necessarily, No, though. It's the onion and the garlic. If, when you eat a lot of it, you sweat it out, just like you said sure. before, and a lot of Indian food has a shit ton of onion and a shit ton of garlic. And curry is another one of those things yeah. that, like... I think curry can definitely... You can eat a lot of curried food, and then you sweat, and your sweat smells like that sweet... Mm. Curry. If you, there's this Sweet herb called fenugreek that if you eat that, it'll make your sweat smell like yeah. maple syrup. Yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. If you eat a lot of asparagus, your pee smells like asparagus. Only some people. No, only some people can, can smell, it, smell it. But the smell is, you're saying the smell but is it's always, always there. It's not there. your body. Oh. Every conference I go to, they end up serving asparagus at one of the lunches. I and it's just like, asparagus. why are you giving this to 3,000 people? Because you go into the restaurants for the rest of the day. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, yeah, this is made you want more asparagus. <laughs> um, so <laughs> what, what's beautiful after this is Zoidberg now has a little Hermes puppet, and he's doing like the Willie Tyler and Lester 
thing, and he's he's like getting good laughs at the Laugh Foundry. Um, you know, it is it's fantastic. Like he's really good. The weird thing is that he can like control all of Hermes with this claw, so he's just like pinching the right nerves or something. I mm-hmm. guess I don't know. Um, but Hermes is like he's done, and he's gonna upgrade his brain and go full mecha. Yeah. So uh, Yuri won't do it because it's too dangerous, but the professor will. <laughs> so the professor gets like. Uh, what it, they go looking for the freshly dug robot grave to get the uh, was it like a personality card or something to upload his mm-hmm. personality to? Mm-hmm. Did you say Bingrika? I thought that I, I wrote it down and I don't I think I had to actually spell it out like he, he finds the grave he's like Bingrika instead like Bingo and Eureka together at the same time. He does say that. Um, but then you know what's coming because the robot is Roberto and it's Roberto's crazy brain that they're going to put into Mecha Hermes mm-hmm. so it's exactly what happens when he, he stops being Hermes when they put Roberto in his brain. Yeah I guess so. Um, but uh, it's got La Barbara all up in arms because you can't be a husband and father if you don't have a wife <laughs> and son. Because she got an urgent text from little Hermes. <laughs> 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 Which, like, I forgot that part. That's beautiful. Several layers of joke where, you know, not only does Hermes have his own, little Hermes has his own cell phone and La Barbara's <laughs> number, and La Barbara is texting little Hermes, which is Zoidberg controlling. <laughs> like, there's just so many levels to that amazing joke that... Oh, it's beautiful. And it's, uh, was it? I don't remember the context, but it's like you might have litigious survivors. Yeah, because the professor realizes that if he does the robot brain surgery, that Hermes may have litigious survivors. I mean, he can encourage him with his, his encouragement drill, though. <laughs> um, so Zoidberg so does the surgery using little Hermes, and that's the part that's beautiful. Like, he's got his hand stuck into the back somehow. And he's like, oh, my claws are too cumbersome, but I can make little Hermes <laughs> like do all these fine motor movements and everything to do the thing. And then we get the musical number. <laughs> the, robot, the robot brain song. Yes. And it's like the monster mash, but it's, hey, what's a brain? It was a robot brain. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope you find some comfort in staring at this throbbing mass of nerve tissue. And then that is beautiful. Like Zoidberg, like, first of all, Mecha Hermes is now fucking crazy because they put Roberto's brain mm-hmm. in there. So it's like an enhanced Roberto with all these extra functionalities. Super dangerous. Everybody's in, like going to get killed because it's crazy. His brain is still crazy. Um, but Zoidberg is able to revive Hermes now that he's got all of his parts. Like, I don't know how he preserved it. Maybe because he was so spicy, nothing degraded, but like... That's what I think. It's been going on for like, a, I'm guessing like a month maybe is the elapsed time. Maybe less, maybe more, but like... Watching it, I always thought like it would have been funny, but like... By the time he like revived him, there were parts that were just like rotted out or him. missing. Like, yeah, well, he does like, say in the beginning just... that he was keeping his arm in the fridge because it was starting to rot. <laughs> like, it was in the Planet Express fridge. He was going to donate it, but it started to rot. So like Hermes' insides were it was his torso and his arm. I think <laughs> were the first. Maybe parts. maybe Zoidberg just like kept the important parts, like swapped in different stuff from different people as they started getting stinky. But uh, sweet reawakening of me, a Jamaicaning, <laughs> <laughs> got crazy. <clears throat> but 
but as Roberto comes online, I, this is one of the things that I loved about it. Like he's got the the wide face and he punches it into his normal shape. Yeah. Just so he looks like Roberto again. Um, which is beautiful. I just watched Joker last night. It's kind of like oh, that. Is that the first time he saw it? <laughs> it's the first and the last. Uh, but yeah, just the, all that self-abuse and stuff. It's like, okay, this will make sense. Yeah. Um, but but he tries to uh, he tries to finally do the epidermicide on Hermes, and he peels off some skin, which is horrifying. Like that, I, seeing that kind of shit happen. Like I think that was part of a um, maybe an American Horror Story season or something. There's hillbilly in the woods, and they were like carving skin off people to make jerky out of it, and it's like, yeah, just, that was uh, the Roanoke. Season. Oh yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah just eek. Eek, bad. Oh, yeah, Chaz Bono was one of the yeah, it was hillbillies. That. It was just terrifying. Because um, I, uh, I don't need to go off on an American horror story thing. Speaking just, of uh, also terrifying, and this is kind of similar, um, I've been watching a bunch of Simpsons on Disney Plus now. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one... Uh, Treehouse of Horrors came up. It's like a r- relatively recent one where Homer ends up like cutting his thumb off and then it accidentally gets grilled and he eats it <laughs> and he likes it. And then and he eats he his whole body. He starts eating his whole yes. body through the whole like That was like story. That's dark as shit. And that was like so, three or four years ago, yeah. but I fucking loved that one. Oh my God. Oh, it was so good. That's terrifying. Um, I, It just... uh. Yeah, so any, I mean, anyway, Roberto tries to eat the skin and it's just so spicy that it dissolves the robot body. He's done. It just melts into a puddle. Because all of those implants were no match for my wife's reckless seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, is beautiful. I've, I've been experimenting in the kitchen lately. I made some sweet fucking pulled pork yesterday and then I made these ribs last week that were just like, I just go in there like, I'm going to rub some shit on there. No. Some, sometimes both. I've been ma- ribs in the Instant Pot yep. are... Fantastic. But then, if then, still need if, an instant pot. then if you like broil them after to crisp them. Oh yeah, oh yeah, no oh, yeah. I definitely do that. Yeah. I'll slather the barbecue sauce on and then throw oh, them in the, the this this. Mm-hmm. I was just throwing mm-hmm. shit into this rub yesterday. It was brown sugar and cocoa and five spice and garlic and who knows what. It all came out real good. Uh, goddamn, I'm hungry right now. Um, did, I mean, do you think it's? Weird that LaBarbera was urging Hermes to thank Zoe. Like, you'd think that he'd kind of get to it on his own, but, like, she wants, she's like, don't you think he deserves some thanks? He's like, but I hate him. We fair all do, fair. but fair is fair. <laughs> well, the great part is, is that Hermes actually apologized to Zoidberg, and then Zoidberg goes, well, he says, I know we've never been friends, but I appreciate what you did. And Zoidberg's like, never been friends? What? Oh, what a zinger. Yeah. And then he, he like, Zoidberg actually gets the last laugh because he goes, well, here's one for you, Mr. Not My Friend Conrad. <laughs> <laughs> you acted like a big jerk. You are selfish and stupid. You don't deserve a wife like LaBarbera or a friend like me. It's funny because it's mean. mean. Ah. Yeah. It's beautiful. And then he's singing harmony with himself again. Yes. Which is... <laughs> Is as Amy, you know, she seems super freaked out by it, but it's it's true. Like it's that is uh that's disturbing. Mm-hmm. It's like the 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 Buddhist throat singers are like more it just I I don't know how. Uh-huh. I'd like to learn because I think it would be good to terrify people oh, with the, the tubal throat singing is yeah. what that is, yeah. You know, I was recently 
realize that uh, in on Bob's Burgers, uh, the character Teddy reminds me a lot of Zoidberg. So he, kind yeah, of he like, kind of does. I've only seen little bits and pieces of it when oh, my kids watch it. Oh, I love so Bob's Burgers. I like the, I like the so stuff that great. I see. I just feel like it's overwhelming at this point. Like I'm still so backed up. On so many things. It's mm. something that you could put on in the background, too, yeah. and just watch. And just some of uh, it, the jokes are just the writing and the voice work mm-hmm. is yeah. great. Oh, for sure. I mean, like the, the animation. The, <laughs> but that's, they, that's, that's, like, that's Lauren Bouchard's thing. I mean, that's yeah. all out of that Dr. Katz and home movies right. thing. But like the voice talent on it is fantastic. The, you know, all of that stuff. Um, I've been watching The Outsider on HBO, mm. which is like. I've not. It's real good. It's some fucked up murder mystery supernatural shit. Like it. Like it a lot. Hmm. I still haven't watched The Mandalorian, but that's my next binge, I think. Me me neither. I I got it mm-hmm. on deck and I've just I kind of Well, I was originally waiting until they were all out to just kind of watch it all at once. And then you're going to baby Yoda all but, up in that stuff. Well, I mean, I felt like I already watched the whole thing because I've so seen so many goddamn out? babies. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if you're a fan of Star Wars, it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're not a fan of Star Wars, but you're a fan of just, like, the story. Good stories? The good, yeah. Like, each episode is really good storytelling. And uh, Pedro Pascal for never showing his face pretty much the entire se- season, does an amazing job acting. Is like, every- it's so weird. Is like, everything yeah. serialized, or is each episode, like... There's an overall story arc, yes. but each one is, like... There's a mission in, in each one. An in, in individual story in, okay. contained in each episode. Okay. Which is most first seasons of episode or, yeah. of like, TV shows like that. That's That's doable. Um, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Firefly in the sense mm. of the feeling. Does the theme song of it. sound like Bon Jovi? No, up not in at space? all. Not at all. No, there's no theme song. Okay, there's like a. They're, they don't use a mandolin because that would. There's been no right. mandolin. There's like a whistle. Okay. Type sound. Like a cowboy movie be. thing. Like oh, a- it, it's very <laughs> cowboy like, but it's not that. Okay. Yeah, I still got to see that last Star Wars movie, too. I just, I've been, eh, I, like, man, I'm tired a lot. It's, yeah. it's I just saw home. Joker myself the other day. Yeah. I did see that in the theater. Um, it was all right. I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood over the break, too. Oh, I really, that. really like that a Now lot. that I've got the AMC A-list, I see, I, well, I can see up to three movies a week. Yeah. Which means I usually go to, like, two you every You check Sunday. into the movie theater like I check into airports. Like, it's yeah. just, it's about <laughs> the same. You're having more fun. I go to a lot of movies now to make <clears throat> it, I, I at least have to see um, two to three movies per month to actually cover like what I paid for the membership, but I so far have seen way more than that. Yeah, so yeah, I still use have it before they movie even. pass out and it's just like, Oh, we're done. Mm-hmm. Un- unsustainable business model. Yeah, I was with I, when I was visiting my mom at Christmas, uh, I was going through all the movies I had seen. And then I took her to see uh, little women, which was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a Christmas with your mom kind of movie. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was really good though. I mean, like, okay. Credit Gerwig was snubbed. And I don't, I don't, I, I, especially because, like, I, I just was mostly indifferent about the Joker at the end of it. But um, 
I know that Jane Austen is the source material for Little Women, but I feel like they've made that movie like seven times. So is there like a qualitative or quantitative difference between the different versions? Or is it just like, here's the same thing with the, the fresher people in it? Like, how does that work? Well, it's the fourth, t- fourth time they have remade it. Okay. Um, and wasn't it's, Winona it's, Ryder in one she version? She was yeah. in like the early nineties. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't Jane Austen. It was Louisa May Alcott. Oh, okay, whatever. Um, the, I, yeah, I mean, excuse you. Um, but yeah, it was like the fourth remake of it. Um, Timothy Chalamet, Saoirse Ronan, uh, Emma Watson. So Hermione is in it. Okay. Um, Laura Dern is their mom. Bob Odenkirk is their dad. What? <laughs> Yeah, it's like so it's, weird it's, that he's like a serious. Actor I didn't even now. realize that he was in it until, like, I mean, I don't think I'm spoiling a hundred and fifty year old book by saying that. Like, it starts out with you know, dad is at war. It's a civil war. Okay. Um, fighting for the north. Okay, good. And uh, he's he's gone throughout the majority of the movie and book. Because um, he he's at end. at war and he you know, gets injured and comes home. And then all of a sudden, like Bob Odenkirk shows up in the movie and I'm like, holy shit. (laughs) It's Saul Goodman. (laughs) Who knew? Bob Odenkirk? Why? He does a great job. Yeah. Hey, you know who else does a great job? We do when we actually sit down and do this. This was fun. It's nice to be back. Let's, uh, Let's try and knock a couple more out maybe with some guests next time. Yeah. Because uh, we're gonna get over that fucking finish line, I swear to God. Any uh, any closing thoughts as we shuffle off this mortal See coil? Yeah, for our next episode next year. That's <laughs> 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 that's probably kind of accurate. No, we'll be back soon. All right, mm. I'll I'll bring reports from the Hartman Jerk Center. If <laughs> if anybody wants to come on to be a guest, please message the Facebook page, email us. You can text uh, us at 216. Text us if you have our numbers personally. 438-1077. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, at SlurmCastPod. Gmail, at SlurmCastPod at gmail.com. Uh, gosh, that's are so rusty. I mean, by the time they hear this, it's going to be summer, so we'll see. I know. Hey, enjoy, <laughs> enjoy your time at the pool. It sounds like it's beautiful out. Y'all, uh, hey, thanks for listening. Y'all have a good week or however long it takes for us to come back. Bye. Bye. Bye.